Are you looking for more space and a little more green in your life? Well, I'm Tyler Johnson with Nebraska Realty, and I specialize in helping you find your ideal acreage, hunting property, or farmland in Nebraska. Reach out to me to find your outdoor dream. If you're already a landowner and are looking to sell, I'm your man for the job. As an endorsed land agent, I have specialized knowledge in land sales plus industry resources and a unique marketing strategy to sell your property for top dollar. I also have access to facilitate a 100% online auction for you through our partnership with auctiontime.com. You can reach me at 402-616-5801 or find me at realtortylerjohnson.com. You can find my other contact information in the episode description. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Utter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> get mad. Would you go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. G-B-R. Kyle, there he is on the ones and twos, keeping it hot and crispy for us on the buttons. Oh yeah, every week. Go big red, indeed. No block, no rock. Season three, episode thirty-seven. Okay, continuing the streak. I love to see that, Thank and you. I do want to point out. I know Mike said it last week. Mm-hmm. I wasn't on last week. I did appreciate the Wu Tang reference. I I did. Come on. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. We're like, Listen, O'Connor would love that. I, I did love it. Good. Like, I know a lot of people people have Wu-Tang stickers because they're... F- no, no. There's something way more important than that. Show me that again. <laughs> Look at that, Herbie! Oh, wait. Is Let's that? Go. Did you get that? Did you get that today? No. no. I've no. had this a while. Oh, Thank you. weird. <laughs> Come on now. We are in the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room, 108th and Harrison in La Vista, Nebraska. 68128. I myself drinking a no bock, no rock. Yes. Back on tap in the tap room. It's bock on tap. Man, I'm telling. It's bock on tap. Hey, okay. I see you. Damn. Now that I see the can it, you know, can it. Why couldn't I come up with that shit? Because you're not witty like me. I know. (laughs) No, but it's good. It's it's got that caramel taste. Oh, yeah. A little bit of toffee. What percentage? Uh, you put me you know? in the spot. No, I don't. Off the top of my head, I really it should. It tastes like if six. you have four, you might be it, drunk. If I had to guess, it's probably right around six percent. Okay, yeah, it yeah. tastes like six. Yeah. Uh, Michael Delaware. Yes, sir. What you drinking, boy? I am drinking the new Blood Orange Rattler. What's it called? It, it's just called it's Blood Orange Rattler. Oh. Um, so the style is Rattler. You had that right. Okay. But it's Rattler. We have a little um, yeah, with the rattlesnake little on the front. Yeah. It's like, I'm a snake. I'm a sneaky little yeah. snack. <laughs> it is. That is a taproom only beer. It, yeah. It, it's tart. No, I don't think it's tart. It, I, it's I a, like it a yeah. lot. It's nice and fruity. It's low in alcohol. Yeah. You can hammer like eight of them. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Mike's on his fifth. Yeah, right. Sixth. <laughs> I've been counting. <laughs> KB, what you got? I've got the Ale Storm. You're starting to see a pattern here where I'm stepping out of the Tacroveza phase of my life. Hey. Is this is this three weeks in a row with uh, Alestorm as the first beer? Well, I don't know. I think I think like three weeks in a row where I haven't had Tacroveza to start. Fair. I've yeah. had different. I've I've had a couple different things, but I will say we uh, my cousin and I stopped in the brewery this weekend and uh, got ourselves a little bit of that NBNR beer. There you go. That's oh, what yeah. I'm talking about yes, for sir. the brand. That's right. Yeah, Connor. Uh, yes, you're drinking pills. I am drinking pills as always. I'm addicted to pills. 
Uh, I want to make sure it's with that. For some reason, they are not in Don't favor laugh. of that slogan. Mike, that's kind of weird. Damn yeah. it, you're the only one that laughed at that. He's not like, going to hey, keep doing jokes. I got one laugh. That's all I needed. That's all the encouragement I needed. Hey, the pills is going away soon. So we'll call that rehab? Is it? Well, no, it's going away in cans. Oh. But it's staying in draft. Don't worry. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Cool then. So we got a guest today. Yes, we do. Hello. Hello. Would you like to introduce yourself? Well, I'm. I'll stay on the beer theme. I'm. I'm drinking taco. Something taco. The taco Vesa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty tasty. Not a big craft beer guy myself, but hey, it's good. It's yeah, good. it tastes like Corona. No free plugs. Yeah. Without the skunk. Like, yeah. that's how I feel. The taco Vesa yep. is like a non skunky, good tasting Mexican beer. No, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You don't necessarily need the lime. It's just you know a little cherry lime on top. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you don't need it. Joey Felici. Yes, Hello. sir. Hello. Since you wouldn't say your own name, oh. I'll say it for you. I got you, man. I got you. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Uh, yeah, I grew up in Nebraska. Omaha guy. Yes, sir. So uh, appreciate you guys having me on the pod. Yeah, man. A Millard South guy to Millard boot. South yeah. guy. Yeah. And you know what? Get, the, get this out of the way. Get that the way now. Yeah. yeah. So gotta... during the tenure of former head coach Scott, I consistently said, because he was so bad at the fundamentals of football. Uh, I consistently said that Millard South's old head coach, Andy Means, could win some of these games because on fourth and one at the one-yard line, he wouldn't line up in shotgun, or he wouldn't onside it when he's up two scores. Do you agree with that? Like, hey, do you think I'm, that you means Andy Means is a great coach. Uh, college and high school are totally uh, different. Yeah. <laughs> totally different, but... I hate, we, we were able to win a lot of games when I was in high school um, and had some we were there. played in two state championships, um, both against Millard West, lost one, won one. So, you know, we were there. We were always competing. You got to be in contention. I mean, he's a great coach. Um, sad that he had to retire, but you got to hang him up at some time. Well, right, sure. He's kind of old, you know? Jared, <laughs> is it weird that I feel like you and I are caught in the middle of this triangle yeah. jerk have you had the, the, <laughs> just, yeah. the triangle jerk all yeah. these guys yeah. are reaching around each other and we're just like looking around yep. who's yeah. gonna Why who's gonna it? get us yeah. hey. Come on. While, while joey was scoring touchdowns kyle and i were in the stands wearing trash bags and shit so right. we really weren't doing much right <laughs> we're doing we were ba- we were doing then what yeah. we do now yeah. we just sit in the talk stands shit. and yeah, talk shit yeah maybe drink beer yeah yeah <laughs> Yes, now, yeah. Now, well, hey, it was being at Millard South. I used to always tell this. I mean, if you went to Millard West or Millard North, I mean, you had to you had to take a bus to your home game. So imagine that. Imagine right. you have to get on a bus to go to a, a home game. Poverty right. programs is what nice. we call them. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice when you have the stadium right in your backyard. So. Right. Now that Mike's gotten his Andy Means quota, you knew he was build. itching for hey, it. It's it, it, the it first all of two Millard South guy on. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I, I had to ask You're because right. You're he's right. my, he's my guy that I say every time I'm like, I'm not calling Andy a bad coach. I'm just emphasizing that any basic coach could make the, the <laughs> responsible call when they're in that situation. It, and, it didn't matter. Right? To not think, onside when you're up two scores? Yeah, that or, you know, like just the fundamentals of lining up, you know, under center and falling not, over or anything sure. like that. Yeah, would be cool. Not being a dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> um, so today, Monday, April 17th, it has been unveiled. A new slash old Herbie? It, it's. Mm-hmm. I love that they called it modernized when there's like literally only one slight modification. Well, let's this talk about that. This is different. Let's just talk about that. So let's just go around and just like give your like impressions on this new revamped Herbie Husker. <laughs> I guess you can go since you've already kind of said it. I, I fucking love it. 
I, it's nice to, and they mention it. I'm sure at this point, most of us, if not all of us have seen the video. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. Returning to our roots. Um, in fact, my girlfriend who doesn't even watch football was like, I like it. I was like, why is that? She's like, well, we fucking sucked with the new Herbie. And I was like, well, you got a point. Uh, but no, I like returning to the roots again. I think the only modification was the hand gesture just to the pointing up one. There's a few. There's a few. There's a, there's some, there's some yeah. slight, so, slight well, modifications. We haven't really seen it though, right? Oh, yeah. they, they put it in the well, video. The cartoon, we've seen the cartoon. Right, you just saw yeah. the picture. Yeah, them, yeah, right? yeah. But, yeah. But no, it, it feels more Nebraskan. Putting yeah. the corn in the pocket, wearing the overalls, it feels more Nebraskan. I love it. The, Mike, Mike, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, go, Mike. Uh, okay, yeah, so the new Herbie, I feel like, and this is kind of weird, but I feel like it looks like the modern Herbie that we had just um, got rid of, and the fat farmer just had a kid. <laughs> and that's what this one looks like. It, it seriously looks like a... The farmer Herbie had worked out a little bit, mm. and yeah. now we have a Herbie that's keto Herbie, politically well, correct. What did you think and, he was doing his downtime? You think he wasn't working out? <laughs> and he looks he looks in shape. Yeah, <laughs> so cut a few no, pounds. I, I do like it. I, I'm glad that they're going back. I like how it said, like, "Hey, sometimes you got to look back before you look forward." Mm. We did win a lot of games with the brown haired Herbie. You were part of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did win some games, so. But I am ready to kind of turn the page on that because I hated that look. I feel like Dude. I call that like the Walmart Herbie. Like I didn't, I didn't like. You knew you could get Husker gear at Walmart because it had his face on it. I didn't yeah. want that, so I'm glad that we're back to our roots. Yeah. Well, I grew up. My dad has Herbie tatted on his chest. Like I grew up. Hell like yeah. Like that is that's like the symbol of Nebraska. The Walmart Herbie tattooed me. on your dad's chest. No. No. It's Come cool. on, Mike. No, the fat so, farmer one. Yeah, that's like that's like my symbol for Nebraska football. So I was ecstatic. Like I knew there was like rumors and stuff leading up to it, but they finally dropped the video today. So now you've got you know no block no rock dropping all sorts of you know Husker Herbie like <laughs> videos all over the place. So yeah, we're pumped. Yeah, dude, getting rid of that shameful poser. Get out from 2003 until 2023. 20 years. Of that brunette Herbie. Well, how did that last so long? How did nobody look at that and go, we're still doing this? <laughs> Have you seen that fucking cartoon face on... In fact, I was going to ask you guys, if there's any merch that you have with that brunette Herbie on it, bring it tonight. Let's make a bonfire. Yeah. Seriously. You think I would buy that shit? <laughs> I don't know anything Listening. with that shit on it. Like, I, I hope not. Like, I see people walking around with a shirt with that brunette Herbie, and I'm like, either someone else bought that for you, or you had to buy that in, like, a pinch, because you were just very desperate. <laughs> like, so, seriously. Real question. In a five-round fight... Does blonde Herbie knock out brunette Herbie in the first round or the second? Because I, there's no way it doesn't end in a knockout. Blonde there's, Herbie's a bad motherfucker. There's two hits. Yeah. You, it is blonde Herbie ground. hitting him, him getting knocked out, and blonde Herbie hitting him again while he's on the ground. Hell yeah. <laughs> blonde Herbie no. doesn't fight fair, and I love it. Yes. If, like if I, you know, he's holding the, the number one, of course. I know they made that change, but the Herbie before that. In a perfect world, I'm still looking for the okay sign. Yeah, I'm making this. Okay. This is okay. Nothing else. You turn it People. upside down. You can maybe call this an M and an R for Matt Rule. <laughs> yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, could you imagine if they came back with that with this new Herbie today? I think a lot of people would be like, 
I'm down. Nebraska Athletics, hire me in the marketing department. Just saying. <laughs> Joe. Yeah, go what? <laughs> oh, I don't have anything. I just think if they listen to one episode of me talking, like, they would not fucking hire me. Like, hey, here you go. This is Herbie now. Yeah. <laughs> or even just like a horns down. Can we do that? Are we going to get fined mm. for that? Yeah, we, get fined. we can. <laughs> we could probably play with that. Soft. So they kept the corn. He's a little, little skinnier. The cowboy hat looks a little better. I would say. Overall, I'm happy. The shoes look. He's not as like pigeon toed. As before, yeah. I'm looking at a picture. I, I figured. <laughs> so I, I can dig it. I just wish it was the okay sign and maybe just a little fatter. No. Joey, I, I like I like a little my little fat Herbie. Joey, what Hold do you on. think? Yeah, of Joey, you, have you, you seen played the new under. Yeah, I, I, I've seen the new one. My original, uh, the first time I saw it, you know, there's a, a fan that always comes to the games dressed up as the old Herbie, like away games. And but everything. I haven't seen and that guy in a long time, I've, though. And so I immediately thought of him. He's got to be ecstatic right now. That oh, guy, yeah. He's the like, brand I is mean, revived. Yeah, he's got to be just <laughs> super ecstatic. I mean... But at, I mean, at the end of the day, it's cool. It it caught your girlfriend's attention, right? That, yeah. Like, so it's catching people's attention. I mean, they push out a lot of content. Um, I I don't care what the the mascot looks like. He could be on a skateboard scooter right. running around. I mean, you got to win in games. On, yeah, Saturdays in the fall, so the mascot can look like whatever. Yeah. Um, but That's it's fair. cool that they're uh, that they're revamping and, and going back to the history. And I'm sure there'll be something big for the spring game, I would imagine, because they didn't really show the, him, right? Mm-hmm. They showed In the, the video, pic- yeah. The picture, but not yeah, it was like a mascot. So, yeah, I'm sure they got something planned to kind of keep you on your toes. So Yeah. Hell yeah. So we did That's, say your name earlier. Yeah. This is Joy Felici. You made your name yeah. on special teams. Definitely, yeah. Um, if you could just kind of get into your... What what made you commit to Nebraska? Yeah. I know you got family connections. Yeah. Um at Nebraska. Um just get into Yeah. I mean why you went there, your experience. Definitely. So yeah, Nebraska. I said earlier, yeah, grew up in Omaha, went to Millard South, um, had the opportunity to walk on. Um, not lightly recruited, wasn't really recruited coming out of high school. I had uh took a visit to South Dakota State and some and some schools and it was a lot colder up in South Dakota than it was in Nebraska. <laughs> and I played in snow games and stuff too, but um I just knew when I took that visit, I was like, yeah, this is probably not for me. And, hmm. um, you know, got the opportunity. Like you mentioned, yeah, my dad walked on in the 80s, was a way better football player than I was. Um, and, yeah, I got the opportunity. I was like, you know what? I didn't want that regret, right, of, like, if I went to South Dakota State or somewhere, like, man, could I have played? Could I not have? So just kind of went for it. Um, and probably one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. You know, some of my best friends uh, to this day I was able to meet in those four years from 2010 to 14. Um, and yeah, I always tell people too, I was at the university in a unique time to where my freshman year we're in the big 12, actually playing the big 12 championship against uh, Oklahoma and Dallas. Um, and then in 2011, we made the jump to the big 10. So it was kind of like, got to see a little bit of both conferences and being the naive student athlete, it was like, wow, this is purely for athletics. But I mean, the academic yeah. side of the big 10, excuse me, big 10, um, when you talk about, um, a lot of our colleges and just, you know, joining a lot of those universities that are really pristine, um, it was cool to, to be a part of that. So yeah, play a defensive back, uh, mostly, yeah, special teams. I knew my freshman year going into, a a, a room of defensive backs that had Prince Mukamara, Deshaun Gomes, Eric Haig, Alfonso <laughs> Denner. I knew I probably wasn't going to be playing defensive back. That's um, fair. That's a fair statement. So is try to get my name on special teams, right. And just kind of grinding it out. Um, also had four different position coaches while I was down there. Mm-hmm. Um, came in under Marvin Sanders, which he was an awesome coach and recruited me a little bit. And then, um, Corey Raymond, and then I had uh, Terry Joseph, Mickey Joseph's cousin, 
and then uh, Charlton Warren my last year. So it's kind of a revolving door. But one thing about Bo is he was a defensive back at Ohio State, so he always stayed in the room and helped the defense because um, some guys were technicians more versus maybe knowing the defense, and Bo's defense was pretty um, elaborate, to say the least. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a fun opportunity. So, so oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you, since you did make your name on special teams, I know this past year was improved. You know, you had Bill Bush yeah. kind of running things a little bit. But how painful was it to watch the special team squad the past couple yeah. of years? It's hard when you can't cover a kick. I mean, I remember, I gosh, it was maybe two years ago that you started off the Wisconsin game where they take that kick back and you're just like scratching your head because it's like, man, to start the game off, you can't even, you know, field possession. I mean, it's the third phase of the game, right? Special yeah. teams and... When it, I mean, especially, I mean, you talk about field possession and analytics that everybody's into. I mean, you got to be able to cover kicks, cover punts, tackle. Um, and those are the things that aren't as sexy, right? Like, no one wants to be running down on punt. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, no one wants to do those things. And when you have guys, I mean, that's what, what has been nice about our walk-on program, right? Guys that, you know, want to do it all the time and, and they don't care. Um, but also for the for the scholarship guys or people, you know, trying to earn away a young guy, you know, getting some stuff on film. And I mean, you see some of these guys go to the NFL and they have good special teams careers because, I mean, you're in the NFL, you're playing and it um, doesn't matter. So if you can put that on film in college, why not? Yeah. So hopefully we can get more, get back to that, right? You know, tackling and getting down. Um, and then on the other side, right, returning punts and kicks and um, having those opportunities. So hopefully it was tough to watch. I'm not going to lie, especially um, – yeah, some of those head scratchers. You I mean you talked about kicking out onside when you're in Ireland, and <laughs> some of those things that you just yeah head scratchers and situational football. Had a little um, too much Guinness the night before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned uh, your time at the University of Nebraska was kind of unique. Uh, it was it was a weird era. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to play under Bo and yeah. Mike Riley. Um, a a question we ask a lot was like, what's the transition like? But the one I want to ask is what was the energy level like? Was there like a higher energy on one end or the the other? So, so I didn't actually play under Riley. So he came in, Barney Cotton coached our bowl game. Uh, so my senior year was that year. So Bo's like our last game against USC in the holiday bowl was my final game. So I remember, but I will tell you this. I remember, so they fired Bo after we just beat Iowa, uh, won our ninth game. Um, then they fired him and we, uh, Riley, they didn't hire Riley till later, but he did call everybody in to like have a meeting that I went to and like heard him speak. I was like, oh, I want to see what this guy is talking about. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, yeah. like not a lot of the seniors win, I think. And um, just to kind of hear, but no, so I didn't, yeah, get that. I, I mean, I wasn't, I was, my my fifth year ran out. Um, so, but I, I mean, Riley seemed like, you know, the nice guy, right? Versus uh, Bo is definitely what they wanted uh, to bring in. And Bo was just, totally different, you know, and more or less, I can't, yeah. So for Riley, I, I don't know what the energy was like for him. I knew like Nate Gary and, and Brandon Riley and some of the guys utter that played under him. And, um, they probably said it was totally different. I mean, both oh, yeah. more militant and kind of no nonsense, which I think that's what Riley kind of right now, um, has more of a structure, um, you know, a, a good standard, but then also can talk to the media and do those things. So Right. Did you find that militant energy? Was that, did that drive you a little bit? Like, yeah. You know, it, it gave you your 18 to 22 year old kids. You need structure, right? It doesn't matter if you came from a two parent household, one parent, whatever. I mean, you need structure. You need somebody. I mean, it more or less bow. I mean, as you get into the real world, right. And start working, you show up on time, you do the little things, you know, you pay attention. So he, he prepared you for life. So 
I, I appreciated that from Bo because, you know, as a walk-on too, he gave me an opportunity to play on Saturdays in the fall. And, you know, you take those little like lessons competing every day, right? Don't matter if we're in this brewery playing darts or something like I'm trying to win right? Like, <laughs> or we're playing pool or some shit. I mean, any of that stuff. And I mean, just like you're competing in the classroom, you're competing in anything. When you get out in the real world, you know, you're going to get tested. It's life. You're going to have to go through adversity. And that's what's awesome about the game of football because it's like the ultimate team game. You got to be a team player. You also get faced with adversity and come back and yeah Bo uh, I, I needed that structure I mean as a college kid yeah um, and so I think hopefully you know rule can bring that same attitude and, and get this program where it needs to be well speaking of I mean as a former player yourself there's we're hopeful we we try to pride ourselves as being the anti Kool-Aid like hey everybody just kind of chill out a little bit but we're on board mm-hmm with everything that we've seen, everything that he said, I mean, I can't think of one thing that he said or done that has made me go, uh, I don't know. Do you, I mean, are you kind of feeling the same way about him yeah. right now? You know, he's, like you said, one of the press conferences. We, I went to practice at the end of March. He invited all the former players back, which was oh, really right. cool. Um, it was a big recruiting weekend. And, you know, he took the time to, to address all the former players. And he's very personable. Um, he wants to win, you know, you can just tell he's a grinder. Um, the game of football means something to him and he's got a big staff. That's kind of one of the first things I noticed, um, out there in practice. I mean, there's a lot of people running around, everybody's moving. Um, so you, I mean, you got to appreciate that. And, you know, he's a game manager, so he's going to let his coaches coach. Um, it'll just be fun to, yeah, see what that looks like. Right. I mean, you get tested early on on a Thursday night up in Minnesota and then two games. On, I mean, you, I mean, when's the last time we've opened up with two games on the road? Yeah. Right. Um, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, against a team that, I mean, Fleck, look, he's, he's a good coach. He's I don't care what anybody us. says since Bo, he hasn't, we haven't really beat him much. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, that's every, like pretty much all the teams, but like, especially freaking Minnesota. I will give <laughs> PJ Fleck credit as a good coach. But still, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> still, fuck PJ. I know, that's that hates PJ Flag too. We, yeah, we that put that is. like uh, who has the most punchable face in the <laughs> yeah. Big Ten, and most people say PJ Flag. Right, right. Does. yeah, his, in his but pants. I do have to say, Harbaugh is going up that list just because like he's got the he's got the glasses on and he kind of has this like yeah, in, in like Har- a. And Harbaugh wears cleats too, right? Yeah. That's a fucking like, try hard move. It's yeah. like one of the, it's like with, I don't know if you guys, I'm not a big baseball guy, but it's like when the baseball coaches are wearing the uniform. Right. And stuff, it's like, yeah. are you really about to get in there? <laughs> yeah. like, you have batting got, gloves on? Yeah. For what? You got Why? cleats on the sideline? Like, what are you doing? Fourth like, down and one, Harbaugh subs himself. Yeah. In. Get some, yeah. Come well, on. Nobody so, knows this play better than I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny that I am saying that because like his demeanor has changed. Because he was on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, Michigan fans, they kind of wanted him gone. Well, then he's, you were a Colts fan, you said earlier, right? No, no I'm not. That's not you, a Colts fan. He's a Ravens fan. The rumors yeah. were him going to Indy because mm-hmm. they kind of run the similar same offense. And Jonathan Taylor, they can... He played there, too. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't hate the idea of Harbaugh <laughs> coming to Indy. <laughs> Um, but I do hate the idea of Harbaugh staying at Michigan. So it was a lose-lose for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's true. Well, let's throw it back to you talking about you being invited to a recent practice under rule. Mm-hmm. What kind of differences did you notice between like a typical Bo Pelini practice yeah. and a Matt Rule practice? Was there anything that yeah. was kind of significant? You know, uh, some of the similarities, I would say like they had um, 
as you're walking to practice, I mean, they had like checkers, right? Guys saying like no earrings, tucking your shirt, where you're like knee pads, thigh pads. And so, and like, and if you didn't have that, like you were headed back to the locker room. I mean, that was like stuff Bo did. Um, I don't know if I maybe went to a couple practices under Frost. I don't remember seeing some of that. So just like off the bat walking there, you could just tell there was maybe more structure. It was really organized. Um, everything color coordinated from the jerseys. I mean, even the practice guys uh, were in yellow jerseys, but they, they were still, I mean, they no, no days off. I mean, they were still getting work in, pushing sleds. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of movement, which was encouraging. I mean, a lot of guys running around, not much standing around. Yeah, I was about to say, like you, you mentioned the size of the staff, and I would imagine it's hard to slack off no matter where you are on the mm-hmm. roster. Big brother's eyes everywhere, right? Big yeah. brother's watching. Yeah. 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 He's got like what, 40, 45 people, I think, maybe on staff from all yeah. ranks. Well, yeah. yeah. From it's like, not yeah, a small staff. Like a ministry, yeah. From like director of players operations all the way. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of guys and, and gals. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, you could, you could definitely tell there's people running around directing where to go. Um, even when they were doing like the nine on seven and, and seven on seven stuff. I mean, there was, if you weren't in, you were still getting extra working on the side, right? Whether it was offense, defense, lineman or catching balls. So, um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta appreciate that. It, also, I feel like with spring ball though, um, and with this being Matt Rule's first, right, taste of what practice is like, I mean, he's probably figuring out, you know, who's playing what, who's doing what. I, would, I just want to see you out there running. What do you look like not pushing weights and playing basically basketball in the wintertime, right? Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and you had mentioned you have seen, you have seen some, I would say, elite DBs. Right. Mm-hmm. Just name like five of them. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. that. Yeah. NFL, was NFL, that, NFL. <laughs> right. Was that a focus for you when you were watching it, practice? Yeah, it was a cool. I'm Like I said, the room I walked into was just wild. I mean, you talk about guys that are technicians from Prince and, and Alfonso that are just really, but different players too, right? And I think, you know, as I said earlier, I had four different position coaches, but it was almost, I mean, it was pretty cool to like pick up different things from each coach, right? Like Corey Raymond was a real big, I mean, LSU guy played in the NFL was a good technician too. Um, and then like, I mean, like, a uh, um, you know, uh, Terry Joseph, like was more cerebral, right? Like Nubo's defense, um, could teach the defense better. So you kind of picked up different things from, from all those guys, which was pretty fun. And yeah, I mean the defense that I, I mean, arguably, I think, you know, Bo's probably one of the best defensive minds there is in the game of football. Um, but the thing about his defense, you have to just really know every, like know where all your help is and know what the, the whole concepts in order to play within the defense too. So sometimes it's hard to grasp for some guys, but at the end of the day, I mean, once you got it, it was like, okay, wow, you can almost like cheat the defense a little bit, right. And play to your strengths and know where your help is. And, um, but yeah, as I got older, it was like, all right, well now I've been in it for three, four years. So you just, you know, pick things up. So, yeah. Did you see any like similarities? I know you were probably just at one practice, but did you see any, any similarities in the short time you were at um, looking at like a, a rule practice? Did you look get a seat of any of the DBs and see how they were working? Did you? Yeah, I, I stayed around them uh, just to yeah see how they were working. I mean, a lot of good drills. They were tackling. Um, That's it was, it was a, it was what? A, yeah, it was a Saturday. Wait, 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 it was a Saturday. Yeah, so I think they were <laughs> they did a little bit of good on good at the end. But yeah, it was basically just like one of their first. I think because uh, it was, had to be like that first week of spring walks at the end of March. So they were. Um, on a Saturday morning and they uh, were in full pad. Yeah. So they were, ta- they had, they had a lot of big tackling drills, uh, which was good to see. Um, mm. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully they can. <laughs> Sorry. Keep, Sorry, keep Joey. That up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I feel you. That's, I mean, it's the thing about the game of football is that you have to play it um, in order to get better. Right. Like you can't tag off. You can't, 
then you just get hesitant. That's when people get hurt because um, you're 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 hesitant and shooting your gun. You have to like shoot your gun and play full speed. And injuries are part of the game. Like people are going to get hurt. People are going to get hurt in spring ball. It's going to be it's going to suck. But at the end of the day, I mean, if you're not, um, and that's all the ways to. I mean, even in the threes and the fours, guys. I mean, those younger guys won't get better. I mean, they need to get back to when my dad was playing. They had a freshman team where that freshman team played like the JUCOs from Kansas and Air Force. That would some be of ideal. Those. And so you get some of those younger teams. I mean, you could play like Carney and like or other or other schools and just get those young guys like reps because if you get reps, then when you get in the game, it just it's, you're more comfortable. Um, you just it's a feel thing, and you can be able to to play free. Yeah, there's a, a lot of talk lately about you know the spring games coming up. It is. Uh, this Saturday, oh, um, you know, last year there was thud tackling, and there was there's the, the they they were soft. I guess I guess that's just the most simple way to say it. Um, but a lot of people, maybe not not this time, because with with rule, it's they're tackling yeah. quarterbacks. They're seeing live action. They're they're actually being sacked. And in the spring game, it sounds like that they're going to be tackled. And I haven't heard anyone complain, but it's like Nebraska can't afford to be in this mindset of, oh, we have to, we have to be careful. Like, listen, this team has been three and nine and four and eight. Like Nebraska doesn't have any right to be, we can't tackle. No, we, we need to conserve our depth. Man, just play the get like you have to play the get like you <laughs> yeah. said you have to play the game in order to actually get better at it. Yeah, and there's a time and a place right throughout the week whether you're in spiders or shells or just you know walk through and things. So I feel like as long as the communication's there, right? Like, hey, quarterbacks are live this this period or whatnot, and all of it's scripted, right? So they. I mean, they know if you're looking at your practice schedule, like, you know, okay, towards the end, we're going to be going live or we're going to be doing stuff like it'll build up from Indy into all the stuff. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's the fun part. And I mean, like you said, too, I mean, there's not, you know, <laughs> there's not room for, I mean, we have a crowded quarterback room. I mean, hopefully one of yeah. them yeah. can play. You got yeah. 75 right? scholarship like, quarterbacks. It's, I yeah. think it's okay if they get hit. There's a, like, you think one of them can hopefully play um, and throw the ball and run. And so, yeah, hopefully, yeah, the spring game, they'll let those guys get um, play free and, and, you know, give the fans, I'm sure the fans are going to want to see it. The new Herbie's going to be there probably hooting and hollering. So yeah. little Frankie. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, Frank, Frank Solich will yeah. be there. Sure. You touched on exactly where I was going to go is this quarterback room. Mm-hmm. This is I feel like one of the first times in a very long time where it feels like we do have a genuine quarterback competition. There, oh, yeah. Like, for years, it has been like, oh, this is our guy. Walking, even in the spring game, you're like, yeah, oh, this is our guy right here. And obviously, Casey's still rehabbing just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, still working back to where he can be there full time. Um, yeah, we don't really, like, I'm not saying, like, we don't have to be safe. We still want our players to not get injured, whatever. But we can afford to go live. Let's show them, like, if, again, like you said, if you're being soft in practice, you're going to be soft in a game. Like, you got to play. NFL blitz. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want people dropping bows out there like it's a oh, fucking yeah. WWE. <laughs> Snoop Dogg's people's elbow. Right. <laughs> no, I think it's going to be fun on Saturday uh, to just finally see football, you know, a, see a different regime, see how they handle the spring game. I know that, like, Bo did some different things yeah. during his time. I know you guys did, like, some skill challenge yeah, yeah. stuff. We I did. remember that. Obviously, the infamous cat thing. That yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was my um, senior what's your, yeah. Do you have any uh, favorite spring game moments? Or yeah, anything? when one of them got canceled because of a, a, <laughs> a snow, like a, a thunderstorm came in. We were all like, oh, yeah, we can go 
Drink some beer and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like spring balls. And over. you were 21, of course, oh, right? Of course, yeah. 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 Um, but you can say that because so, yeah. you guys were winning games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you know, nine. Uh, yeah, we won nine, ten games constantly. So everybody, everybody was still mad. But uh, oh no, I think he meant nine beers. Or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nine games. <laughs> one, one beer per when, win. Let's when, go. When the spring game got canceled, it was probably yeah, a few more than nine. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, yeah, Bo mixed it up a little bit. Spring spring ball. I always say this. You know, spring ball is is harder than like fall camp and stuff because in the springtime you're going to school still, but you still have weight room film and you're um, at practice, right? Which is pretty grueling. To where in the fall, like you start early so you're just football like you're not in class until like that first week right uh, when school starts and then it's like almost you're already in like game prep right so you can kind of just focus on football and fall so spring's tough because you're yeah balancing those schedules um and so it's a grind um because finals are coming up for these kids probably soon you know like you're making sure your grades are good um and so spring, I mean, you, you get to the spring game, you're like, yeah, you're like, man, you know, I'm almost there, but then hopefully, you know, you can, can, some of these guys are maybe trying to win job jobs. You'll also see probably a lot of attrition, right? After spring guys leaving. I mean, they got a lot of guys in scholarship you mentioned. Yeah. Um, some guys will see the writing on the wall. Some won't. So just because you score a touchdown in the spring ball in spring game, doesn't mean necessarily you're there in the fall. Right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, some, some things will change from the summer to the, to the fall, but, uh, but it's good to get the fans there, right? It'll be cool to see Matt Rule uh, first time in Memorial Stadium with fans there. Um, I mean, I'm sure the energy will be unmatched. Hopefully the weather is beautiful um, and nice. And uh, 50. It's going to be okay. No, it's like 40-something. 40 like 46. 46. 46 hey. is the high. Yeah, 46 Football game weather, time, maybe. Yeah. Hey, whatever. So you, you mentioned that, you know, the spring game is kind of stressful because you're still in school. And you got mm-hmm. all that going... What is more stressful, preparing for the sc- spring game, knowing that your finals are coming up, knowing you've got the spring game, or week one, where you know like it, it's time to kick the season off the right way? That's that's both t- hard because both of those, I feel like when you get to the spring game, at least I don't know what Matt Rule does, but like you, if it's on the Big Ten Network, right, everything will might be dumbed down a little bit. Like yeah. the, this scrimmage that they probably had last weekend was probably more of the install that they had in, right? They'll maybe do some base stuff, but I don't know how much they'll show of what Matt Rule is going to be doing on offense or defense. And so... So you're kind of like, okay, this is going to be base. And then the first week of the season, it's like you're in game prep, right? So scout teams are formed. Um, you're more getting ready for Minnesota, right? So it's like, okay, now I just know my my job and I know what I need to do, whether I'm on scout team, whether I'm on, you know, the starting quarterback or I'm on the ones or twos, like, here we go. Like it's game time. Like it's seasons here. Like, so maybe the season would be more stressful. Cause you're just like, all right, now the season's getting here. Like this is when shit gets real. Um, and the grind starts until you finally get that bye week and you're like, ah, oh, I get a week off. A little when all the recover. Twitter warriors come out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And it'll be fun because yeah, like I said, if you open up at on a Thursday night in Minnesota and then you go to Boulder, right? Primetime Deion Sanders. I Ooh. mean, they what they're doing in Boulder. It'll be interesting to see how you take that team that was arguably one of the worst teams in Power Five Conference and flip yeah. it around. But worse than Nebraska, um, I think they've got an average hard to find an average height of five foot six over there. Yeah. One hundred twenty pounds. Well, okay, yeah. let's talk about that. Hold on, can yeah. we talk about that after a break? To. We're at thirty-five oh, minutes. Okay. Yeah, oh, let's take a break. Oh, yeah. Get new beers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for heavy machinery, trucks, or other equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best financing options for equipment, trucks, and other big-ticket items. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance does the rest. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit cocurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA currency pursuant to CFL License 60, DBO-54873. 
Uh, we have a saying, no block, no rock. Thank you, former Colorado wide receivers coach Troy Walters. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, we were we we left off talking about Coach Dion, Coach Prime, and ain't, Colorado. Ain't hard, find, ain't hard to find. Ain't hard to find. You got the portal <laughs> open. You got a lot of Buffaloes roaming free now, leaving the program, and they're in the portal. A lot of videos going around with really small dudes running around. Suspect. 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 Um. Yeah, and just you being a former player, like you've seen these videos, are is like, and it's not just Husker fans talking crap. It's a lot of people around the country going, "Wait, what? Is this a joke? <laughs> it, it, this is rigged, right? Like this, this is all a, an optical illusion." Small players, like, what did you think watching these videos? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, why even put the content out there? Mm. And, you know. At the end of the day, just let those guys work. It sounds like they got a lot of guys that are in the transfer portal already, seven, when it opened. It's like, how many of these kids are actually worth scholarship players from last year? Who knows? I don't know. You know, with the attrition coming in, he said he brought his luggage with him. So some of those guys were like, yeah, who knows? I mean, I will say Boulder's a beautiful place, though. I mean, right there in the mountains. So he's probably going to be able to recruit there. um, And he's trying to get some guys. But for this, I mean, I've seen some of those videos on Twitter. I don't read much into it. because at the end of the day, it'll be interesting to see see what product he puts out there, right? Come week two when we play him. Well, yeah, because all those guys that you see getting burnt and, you know, all those small guys, they're probably not even going to be in the program. Right? Well, listen, yeah. from, from a media guy, <clears throat> yes, he is. <laughs> I can tell you that from my side of the table, I'm looking at that, and that's Dion showing the whole world. We got plenty of room for you, four-star, five-star <laughs> guys. A, we got plenty of room. We have need. You you, you say s- you're a media guy. Are you sure you're not a PR guy? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good spin right there. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, ain't hard to find. He what's, ain't hard to find. But What's insane to me is uh, the clip that everyone is talking right now, or uh, talking about right now, is that Travis Hunter touchdown over that tiny little dude. You look like dude, Hunter Cavillac. look like no, you. <laughs> here's the thing. Travis Hunter looks like me. Travis what? Hunter is one inch taller than me and 20 pounds heavier. You guys can see me. If you're not watching on YouTube. He's not a big guy. Can, I'm not a big guy. <laughs> Travis, Hunter, Travis Hunter is one inch and 20 pounds bigger than I am. You think I'm a fucking D1 player? God, no. <laughs> Any program that offered me a scholarship, I would laugh and then be like, oh shit, are you serious? Wait. Uh, well, I, don't <laughs> Look, I know wrong. my family owns I, a brewery. But. Yeah. I know Travis Hunter is infinitely more athletic than I am. I am not disputing that. Right. But as a D1 receiver, brother. Well, he's yeah. like DB, wide receiver, mixed. Yeah. Bro, he's everything. You see him playing corner and totally not holding the guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you at, see that? At, at 6'1, yeah, 165, wait. good luck. Can't we'll see that. Wait. I, well, I that, just, I'm just afraid. I'm afraid. Why are you afraid? Because we're talking shit and they're going to, Nebraska's going to lose. No. They're no, not. It's not. a new regime. Damn it. And I can't wait for Marcus Washington to absolutely <laughs> just Ooh. manhandle that little guy. M Wash. Yes. I, I want. The guy. At the end of the Nebraska-Colorado game, I want Deion Sanders to retire. <laughs> I want it to be such a fucking slaughter that he mm. retires on the field. And then we'll play Pala clippings Andrew of him. Luck. Nebraska? I didn't hear from Nebraska. Yeah. Remember his clippings when he was supposed to be the next head coach or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah I, I, heard, from, I ain't heard yeah. Nebraska. Where's Nebraska? 
Yeah. yeah. You're about to find yeah. out. Damn, that's a good be, idea. I got to clip that. Yeah. It'll be a rowdy environment. I was there in 2019 and watched. There was a lot of red. I mean, it was a fun environment. As a player, you got to love that. Just You got to get that conditioning in because the altitude, I mean, it's something different. Is that real? Um, yeah, 100%. So hopefully those guys, you know, early on, um, or hopefully the conditioning levels there because week two, I mean, who knows in the game of football. Um, could be huffing and puffing, but 2019, yeah, they had a ton of Nebraska fans, and they got alcohol in the stadium, so the fans just even get ratchet <laughs> or not, yeah. So it'll be a good environment. Was that was 2019 the game where they rolled over Adrian's ankle? Like, no, that, no was, that was that was at home. That was at home. Oh, that was yeah. at home. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yep. That was 18. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over under 10 piss bombs being thrown on the field by Colorado fans. Over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, how, how many slash tires in Boulder? <laughs> there won't be any uh, black and gold there because it's all going to be red. Well, so it won't matter. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm just, I'm honestly really curious about how they're going to handle that because you can't, you can't turn away someone with a ticket, right? You can't do that, can you? No, I don't think so. Like you're going to see a lot of people wearing red with tickets. Ticketmaster is a, praying that they don't. Yeah. Right. You know, the, so uh, I do, I'm just curious what those people, you know, standing well, at the gate with those little. Beep. That's like, not, they're gonna go. That's not the thing. Security. Though. It's the Colorado fans, the season ticket holders. Don't sell your tickets because yeah. we know who you are. Yeah, it's all six people. of you. It's yes. a small list. Well, look, money talks though. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, people are gonna do it. And they, Nebraska fans are stupid. Like they they will pay a ridiculous amount of money to go watch Nebraska play Colorado. Dude. Like I won't do that because like. I have like a normal paying job. Like I'm not rich, so I will not spend three hundred dollars a ticket to go to a game. Right. But like Joe Schmo, that is a farmer that has nothing to do besides burn his money. Hell yeah, him and Shalina are going for sure, guaranteed. Shalina, sure. here's what I'm thinking. Shalina, <laughs> I sit outside the stadium. And I buy my ticket while wearing a black and gold jumpsuit with the buttons yes, on it. There it is. I scan my ticket and then I rip it off like I'm a fucking quick change artist. There it is. Gotcha, motherfuckers. Go big red. <laughs> like, yeah, Get it I'm real sure cheap. There's going to be a lot of people doing that. I have to. Boulder doesn't ha- exactly have the most upstanding reputation. Yeah. I alluded to the piss bombs and. <laughs> Oh, yeah. and the slash tires when, earlier. And when you hire your coach in the 80s telling your fans not to sell your tickets, that's kind of like you live rent-free. Because we know where you Yeah, you yeah. live rent-free in their heads. To, have, have they figured out how to pay their coach yet? <laughs> Who knows, yeah. <laughs> Imagine not being able to afford $5 million a year. Talk to Matt Rule. <laughs> Fucking losers. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, so during our break, we were also talking a little bit more about Bo Pelini. You were kind of going into a few stories about him and – I feel like this is a good segue because we were talking about the portal and how do you think a guy like him would handle that? Um, if you could just go into that story you were telling us earlier about yeah. your personal opportunities. Yeah. Well, first I want to acknowledge RIP to one of my good friends, uh, Mark Polini, who died in a car accident, as well as Cole Penzik recently. Um, mm-hmm. I got opportunity to play with and Sam Folds. It's wild. It was three, yeah. three, three teammates. Um, tragic, tragic situation. So want to acknowledge that RIP to all three of those guys, uh, good friends, even better teammates. But with Bo, um, and I had to just say that because I lived with Mark for four years and he'd always call him Uncle Bo instead of Bo um, and just got those opportunities to be able to uh, see a different side of Bo too. But, you know, Bo was, like I said in break, you know, a guy that was really, you know, wanting to make sure that he got the best out of all of his players, right? So it didn't matter, you know, and and I was used to some of that tough love growing up uh, in my family too. And 
my dad would tell me if the coach stops yelling at you, they moved on to the next guy, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I never took it personal. I never got like sensitive at some of those situations. Did I get my ass chewed? Of course. Um, you know, whether it was in practice or in games, some, I mean, so I don't know, alluding to some of those stories, a uh, couple of them, I'll say kind of in game, which were fun. Um, but <laughs> you were winning, right? Yeah. I was yeah. waiting for the little quotation yeah. marks up here. They, yeah, they were, they were fun. You know, I, a couple of them, I can remember one of them, I, uh, I was on uh, punt return and I was excited and some reason I was just either coming back from kickoff or doing something and or wasn't probably wasn't paying attention and I ran out there and it was punt and so I'm looking in the huddle I'm like oh shit I'm not this is this is not I'm not supposed to be in here so I'm running <laughs> off and Bo's just like sitting there with his hands on his hip I forget who we were playing it could have been like Illinois or something and he's like have you fucking lost your mind and I'm like. <laughs> I thought it, I thought you I heard punt return like and he's like are you not paying attention like just rip my ass um, so that was that was a good like you gotta know that come on yeah, it come was on, Joey being an airhead just excited <laughs> ready to run out there um, yeah because you not, wanted to play yeah, so wanted, bad yeah wanted to get out come there uh, some other ones I was on I was on punt return so um, again Bo was a really good teacher so he took over punt return my senior year. that was a really cool thing about Bo was he not only like called the defense but when he saw there was a, a need. Um, he would jump in. It didn't matter special teams or anything. So uh, we had a really good punt returner, a freshman, Demorne personnel back there. Mm, we've had him um, on the show a couple times. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he's just a great guy. A lot, Brandon. Riley, I mean, there's a lot of good guys. Janovich, Brandon Riley. Young, we had some a good core on our punt return. Um, and so yeah, Bo was a good teacher. So he would teach if if you know the ball is punted and it bounces off somebody's leg. You know, that's a live ball. So if the returner picks it up or if the ball is dead where it got hit, so. Um, that happened against Northwestern and I picked it up and actually ran it for a touchdown and they called it inverted whistle. Mm -hmm. And, um, but then against Wisconsin, uh, same thing happened and I tried to pick it up and it was colder than shit that game and fumbled it. And I get back and he's just, he's like, oh, did it, shit. did it touch it? I was like, I was like, I swear to God, like it touched my player. Like they're putting it on the instant replay. And I, and he was like freaking out, like you better not lost the ball, blah, blah, blah. I was like, Oh shit. And it worked out in my favor. It was the right play. And so he's like, all right, good heads up play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was that kind of coach to where um, he would put the fear of God in you, but also, you know, he could have fun and, and mess around too um, once he got that trust with you. So, so like, I am a very, uh, when I get yelled at, I'm a very nervous guy. I start to laugh. Uh, was there ever a time that you or one of your teammates, like while Bo was just going in on him, just started to laugh? Oh. <sighs> <laughs> That'd be a bad idea. I don't know about okay. that. I mean, he did. You guys have probably seen. I mean, we there, there was some of those pranks and stuff that have been put out. Um, Thaddeus Randall, defensive tackle, where his phone went off in the meeting. That was the thing. Like he, like now, I mean, um, in Twitter and stuff. Like he really, like social media was there from 2014. So like in 2012, like Twitter was like popping off and people were tweeting and um, you know, he 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 did you know have his fair share of being like you know no, get off Twitter, do these things. And, mm -hmm. but yeah, they played that prank with that as Randall where his phone went off and then he smashed it and he thought they were fighting, but they really just like, it was a gimmick and everybody was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. What is going on? Did he just get beat up? Like, <laughs> so he, he would play around and like do some pranks like that, which, which make it fun, especially when you're like always serious oh, all yeah. the time, like during fall camps or, or be like surprised. Oh, we're going to a movie today. Like now you see that all through content, right? They're pushing mm -hmm. content, doing like WWE stuff. shit. Like, yeah. Like the marketing department wasn't doing all that when we were down there. So, you know, it's changed a little bit cause they put it on there, but we still did a lot of those things, you know? I think it's like the Champion Center in Lincoln that used to be uh, where you could go and 
play video games and do stuff. So mm-hmm. we oh, did. Yeah. Bo Pelini, like he has the reputation of being surly, no nonsense. But it, you think of like some of the most like memorable Nebraska football moments, just like silly stuff sometimes, like the cat, cat thing. Yeah. He he came out wearing the the alternate jersey one time, yeah. right? The the reveal. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the the Thaddeus Randall phone. What was that? Jack Hoffman. Yeah, like the, he yeah, just had fun. he's had a lot of like not even really he, low key, but just like, damn, you know, you think back and it's like he had a lot of cool moments. And of course, winning nine games here was kind of cool too. Yeah, I mean, it was genuine though, right? <laughs> like he did it like. That's how he was feeling that day. It wasn't like something crazy planned. Like <laughs> the wind blew the right you know, way. Like, and, and, <laughs> he also had like was, a a Bo Pelini, Carl Pelini, uh, like segment on KETV as yeah, like a joke with uh, Matt Chick and like yeah yeah. No yeah he did he did uh, play and you know the I mean at the end of the day we won nine ten games I you know I was telling this I think last week to but it's one of those things where you know, I feel so bad for those seniors and like the last couple of years, right. That you put in all that work. Cause it's a grind of a season. And then, I mean, I was fortunate enough to go to, you know, San Diego and playing holiday bowls in Orlando twice for mm-hmm. capital one bulls. Like Wasn't you're going nice, to right? San Diego and Florida, um, you know, and granted we won one bowl game while I was down there. We beat Georgia in the tax slayer Gator bowl. That's, Isn't that sound um, weird now? Cool. Yeah. yeah. Considering Georgia is what is, they are now. Right. Oh, and I thought you were just and, saying bowl. Um, oh, that, bowl, too? Yeah. <laughs> that does sound well, weird. Well, they had a good, they had Todd Gurley. Um, uh-huh. they had a good, they had a good team. Um, and it was rainy. It was really rainy that game. I remember that game. A little sloppy. Was yeah. that the um, Anunua? Uh, Anunua, 99-yard yeah, yeah, catch. Yeah, the 99-yard touchdown from yeah. uh, Tommy Armstrong. Yeah, so that was, I mean, uh, but yeah, that was, the, but we got to play against like South Carolina. We played Georgia twice, actually, in bowl games and USC. My senior, we played USC in a bowl game, and all the guys after the game were like, man, we need to play more Big Ten teams. Like, you guys were tough. Um, it's like, we don't even have our head coach. Like, right. yeah. we, you know, like, and some of our players were injured with Roach being out. Mark Pliny was out to our starting center. I think Utter might've started that game against USC too. So, I mean, we had, um, you know, it was just, I mean, it's bull games, right? So you, you put in all that work, even for the coaches, right. To bring their families and their kids out to San Diego or Orlando to just enjoy a week, um, not being in Lincoln, Nebraska in December, or January. Yeah. So, we're right. So yeah. going into those bull games. Um, this is a question I've always wanted to ask. Uh, how stoked were you to see what the gift packages were like? Man, it it was you know they would be they'd give us Best Buy gift cards. Um, oh yeah, so, Best Buy still. But it was like right. yeah, we'd get like I mean I still honestly in my unfinished basement right now have like a TV and a TV stand that I bought from like I would be trying to get like shit I would need. Um, wow, smart you guy. Know, like uh, stuff that I need in my apartment or wherever I was living at the time. Uh, some guys would sell them. Some guys would fl- like get the playstations or get whatever. Uh, but it was nice. I mean, yeah, they gave us. I would say Adidas wasn't all that nice though when I was down there from 2010 to 14. So the gear's gotten a lot better. Uh, but when you get the bull like gear and the the stuff, it was always like really cool to to check that out and get whatever. Yeah, the Best Buy gift cards and we get like a watch. Um, we got a we got a bull ring when we won the bull game too, which was cool. So I mean, have those right to give your kids. Wish you would have brought it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I, waiting for the bling to pop out. Yeah. I'd be like, what is that? What is that? A, a is that a game? A Gator Bowl ring? Yeah, right. Let's go. You ever? Yeah. You ever go look at that TV? That TV stand and just be like, hey, thanks, Big Ten. You can hear yeah, that when, crowd. <laughs> right when my wife went, we would finish the basement and get rid of it. I'm like, no, like I just had this for. Her, like, I earned that. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's but yeah, it was it was cool to like I said, I you know the kids 
that haven't been able to go to the bowl game in the last four years or so. It's just like a bummer for the um, for them because I know how much work they put in for the last four years, five years of their career, and then to not go out and get that opportunity to hang out in San Diego for a week, right? Sure, yeah, do something. I mean, that's kind of one of the appeals. Used to be one of the appeals was going to Nebraska was hey, like we're going to make a bowl, we're going to play in a a cool place like San Diego where we're going to go to Texas and like you're, you're going to be able to travel and like see some things mm-hmm. and get those gift packages. Yeah. They haven't been able to do that lately. Hey, they got to go to Ireland. <laughs> yeah, they got to, they went to well, Ireland. Well, that's not, that's cool. Right. Yeah. It has only been six, maybe seven years. Jesus. Yeah. You say it out loud. So, ugh. Yeah. I'm here to make you sad. That's actually and the only reason I came today. Yours Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I know I know we could cut this out, but I know you were going to like sit, try to say something when we were talking about uh Bo Pelini, the cat, like you were going to say something, but maybe Oh, no, there was just that that dance, that dance that Oh, they, yeah, the Harlem Shake. The Harlem Shake. Yeah, 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 I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we did do that. That was like 2012 or 13, the um Harlem that that was fun. That was random that Bo would want to do that. But yeah, he, we all had, a, we all brought like costumes. At first, you're like, damn, is he serious? Like, yes. Are we really about to do this? But like, that was like the viral thing. That was then, like right? the Harlem like, Shake. Do the Harlem Shake thing. And they had the Jamal Turner, Turner like came in motion or got like a flag and like Bo was like slamming something. Yeah. And then they yeah. turned it into. Um, <laughs> See, they video, would always turn fun. Bo's anger yeah. into a. Funny moment. Right. Because, <laughs> like with him breaking the phone. Yeah. And then that. Well, because that's like what everybody saw, right? Oh, like, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, arguably, I, I say this too. I think ESPN, it was the first time that they probably dedicated somebody to solely have a camera on the head coach for the whole game because they were just like waiting for something to, to, to go crazy. Um, you know, and I mean, gosh, at the end of the day, like most coaches you see aren't like, I mean, Nick Saban. the ones that win games, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're not right. Mr. Nice guys too. And, um, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like we said earlier, it's like, these are 18 to 22 year old kids. A lot of them that are coming, um, either coming to Nebraska for the first time, living on their own. I mean, you know, free, trying to manage their time. Like you need discipline, direction, um, and I, like I said, I was thankful that I had Bo uh, because at the end of the day, he prepared me for to be on time to meetings, go to work, do those things that you need to do um, in life to just like, you know, keep getting better and keep being the best you can be. So I love that Bo now has kind of like he's really put himself out there. He has a podcast and, yeah, and he has seven. gone back and, and looked at and kind of looked back at things. And I think that is he's kind of pulling out some of those good parts of his personality that we're talking about now and like yeah. being able to, to relive. So it's kind of nice getting to see like the, the fun side of Bo Pelini. Um, do you ever think Bo would um, get back into coaching? Do you, or do you think I, he's kind of, I think, you know, I think he's, he's had a great career. I, I don't know what this landscape that we were talking about. The transfer portal will probably be tough for him. Oh, um, very tough for because, him. You know, I mean, in any coaching today, like try, trying to manage a roster, even for a rule, right? They have a hundred and some kids on scholarship. I mean, just trying to manage your roster, you're trying to hold some opportunities because like we said, I mean, after spring ball, you still have the summer. I mean, there might be kids that come in the portal that you could fill a need. So to manage a roster in today's like day and age, it would be tough. And then, so I think the transfer portal being there, no loyalty or guys just hop in schools. And then also you kind of feel for the kids in high school. I mean, even guy like myself being a walk on to get developed that get passed on because they're going to fill a need. They're going to go get the kid from 
uh, a smaller school, whether it's basketball, or so that's already put it on film. The, I mean, the Montana State receiver, um, all these kids that are like, okay, you played at a Division two or one double A, but football, I mean, it trans like I know you can play, so they're gonna go get that kid to fill a need versus maybe developing kids yeah. too. You see, like a, just a shift um, in where college athletics is. So that, as a coach, you know, you got to be mindful of all that, right? Recruiting, but then filling a need when you need one and going to get like um, Torre, right, from yeah. Montana State. Like he's he's playing in the NFL. Like yeah. he was he played good downs at Montana and came to Nebraska and it translated right away. I mean, our punter, like you find those kids, right? Um, so that has to be hard as a, as a coach, I would think. Cause, and that's, that's like, that's like one of the biggest stories right now. You talk about, we, we were talking a little bit about depth in the QB room and <clears throat> our wide receiver room. And there's, a, there's a, some good depth all around the football team. Right. But what are the things people are talking about? Defensive line, offensive line, like what you just said is we need people at offensive line right now. And you mm-hmm. have a lot of young guys in there. Some of whom we have no idea what their name is. But what is the conversation always? What's the transfer portal got? What, wh- wh- who, whose big name is in there? Who's got snaps? Who's got whatever? Like, we're, we're looking for the transfer portal to fill those needs instead of, like, looking within, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's a necessity, but that's the big storyline. Hey, Matt Rule, that's his thing. And I feel like you would have blossomed well with, with Matt Rule because of the whole development thing. Like, that's what yeah. he really emphasizes. And I'm interested to see how he can navigate this current world of college football. Cause he's never coached in college football with the transfer portal mm. and the NIL. No. And so, he was a walk on too. From yeah. State, yeah. So being Miami able to walk yeah, those, I mean, he, the lines of the NIL he, transfer portal and mm-hmm. development. Right. And not to mention the new facility that they're going to get coming. Kick ass. So, I mean, you know, you have the, I mean, everything's there and, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, how they work that into that whole grand scheme of like you talked about, you know, transfer portal developing guys filling needs uh, for the season and and managing the 85 or 86 scholarships that you get I mean and then you have the NIL right so then you can get you know some kids might be getting um I mean for me it would have been the beer money right for mm-hmm. for, the, for the weekends <laughs> or the the runs the little yeah. runs thing that you could do I yeah. mean that's what I think but also I'm all for the kids getting up op- getting opportunities to to make a little extra cash uh while you're going to school I mean I think of, you know, Kenny Bell when he was down there at uh, Nebraska with me. I mean, that's a kid that could, you know, took advantage of those four years. I mean, he was a walking billboard with that Afro um, (laughs) to be able to just, you know, monetize his name image. You still see 80 jerseys uh, around, you know, the stadium and people for Halloween. I mean, Rex Burkhead was the same type of player, right? And, you know, to just be able to capture that, to, you know, set his family up and and do things, you know, that's what these kids today are going to get the opportunity to do. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing Kenny Bell outside of the stadium last season, and he was trying to give away tickets to go to the game, and people were not taking them because yeah. that's how bad <laughs> yeah. it got last year. I will tell hey, you, go if, to huh. Berries or go to the bar, the bar have a cocktail, say, and if, you can watch it on TV. So I'm not, I don't blame him. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say if you want to find Kenny Bell, if he's in Lincoln, which he actually, I believe, just moved back to Nebraska. Yeah, um, yeah. go to the bar, the bar. On any given Saturday, you will find Kenny it's Bell. <laughs> I uh, I got to become. Uh, he probably does not recognize me. It's very easy to recognize him. Well, but he listens every, every week, so he yeah, might. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I would go talk to Kenny every week. He's a great dude. Oh, down to earth as can be. I mean, one of the great guys. Um, got good pleasure to be a teammate of his for four years, and hey, you know we had, him on the pod. Yeah, yeah, we had a we had a close class. You know, a lot of the walk ons that I came in with and the scholarship kids. And guys, so um, yeah, we had a fun time down there. We were all close too. I still keep, like I said, 
you know, Trevor Roach is my best man. He was a walk on from Elkhorn, um, my wedding. A lot of these guys were, you know, still keep in touch with talk on the daily. And, you know, that's what Nebraska does, I feel like. And they have such a good life skills program to like set you up uh, to learn about all those things. I mean, at the end of the day, the game of football, volleyball, basketball, whatever sport you're playing is going to end. Right. And then, you know, you're going to remember those times that you had uh, with your friends and build families and do all that, those things and, and get to do those with your buddies. So. Yeah. So you talk about being so close with your teammates. Um, since you've left Nebraska, have you talked to Bo at all? Yeah, you know, uh, like I said earlier, um, rest in peace, my my Mark Pliny at his funeral got the opportunity to just catch up with Bo. Um, unfortunately, I missed Cole's funeral last week, and I know he came out um, mm-hmm. and showed up, so a lot of the former guys were there too. Um, and yeah, you know, got the opportunity just to catch up and, and talk about all some of the stuff that we're talking about, right? Some of those plays and, and fun um, opportunities and unfortunate circumstances, right? Like those are things. And as we get older, it's like funerals and weddings and things. And then you're like, damn, I realized like, you know, I need to keep in contact with a lot of these guys and, you know, take those trips, those yearly buddy trips and, and do those things. Um, that's the reason, you know, it's funny because when you're in Lincoln, right, and you're doing those things with each other every single day, every single day, and then it's like you graduate, it's like, boom, like Kenny goes back mm. to Boulder, people go back to their hometowns, and, you know, you don't get that constant, like, playing FIFA, messing around, like, yeah. interactions, those spontaneous collisions um, that you get now that you're, like, growing up, so, but yeah, get opportunity to catch up with him, and he still remembers all those, I mean, talk about, like I said, he's just a good good mind, um, can remember, like, everything, all the plays, and, uh, and it's funny, one of my, he was, uh, my, Austin Williams, who, he was at the bowling, yeah, he was at the bowling, he had long hair when, he, yeah, um, and Bo would call him Thor. So he's like, Thor. Um, and Austin's just a character. He's a, he's one of my good buddies too. And it's just funny to like see them. And, um, you know, we, I had long hair my freshman year and stuff and Bo like hated it. Um, but it was funny. Austin did too. And, you know, it's just some of those good memories, but. Did he have a nickname for you? Were you Thor Jr.? I don't know. <laughs> no, probably. I mean, poor fucking, Thor. But yeah, right. Yeah. No, he Didn't just have the he, hammer. Yeah, he just knew to answer to, "Hey, motherfucker, did you just fumble the ball?" <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Yes, sir. No, sir." <laughs> hey, it's kicker turn, not punt. Yeah. Damn it. So you t- yeah, you talked was. about uh, opportunities outside of football, and I feel like this is a good segue into yeah. kind of what life was like after leaving Nebraska. What are you yeah. doing now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, plug yourself a little bit. Tell the listeners yeah. kind of like, what are you doing now? Yeah. So I graduated in 2014. I took an entry level sales job, um, selling wine for about a year. So my, huh. my I lived with Trevor Roach. Um, he was training for the NFL, like doing his thing. And I was like, damn, I got to figure out what I'm doing. Right. So I, uh, took a job just, you know, it was a job, not a career, just selling wine, actually a small distributor, Italian vine out of Lincoln, um, so just sounded like high V's old market doing that. And I was just networking with people, meeting people and ran into a gentleman, um, that was working at the university of Nebraska foundation, uh, that they were growing kind of some of their annual level fundraising. And he's like, Hey, you know, you said you wanted to travel, you wanted to do some of these things. I think you should apply. Um, so I applied there, gosh, in like 2015 and, um, joined them, uh, university of Nebraska foundation doing some annual level fundraising for all four campuses. So UNK, UNO, UNMC, and then UNL, um, and had a little success to that for about a year, and then uh, got pulled into doing some major gift fundraising 
fundraising with the College of Business. So um, right now I work for the University of Nebraska Foundation and do fundraising for the College of Business. Wow. So awesome. Um, tagged on to the end of the fundraising for the new building. I don't know if you guys have seen it. We raised oh. $84 million for the new College of Business building. It's fucking gorgeous. Um, it's immaculate. It was the first building on UNL's campus that was fully privately funded. Um, and so, yeah, it was a, a fun opportunity. I was a business grad myself. And when I was talking earlier, just about, you know, the public business schools in the big 10 and what that means, you know, I can remember vividly my professors talking about, you know, Hey, what a big 10 business degree, the Michigan's the Northwestern's Indiana is what it means. Um, and kind of like being the naive student athlete thinking that move was for uh, athletics, you know, and, and really what, you know, graduating from a, a business school with a big 10 business degree, and then now getting the opportunity to be on the administrative side and do some fundraising, um, kind of leave the place better. That building, yeah, is immaculate. It's a, it's a one-stop shop. You can go there and study the older building. You didn't really have much room for studying or getting some food. This, this building has a whole cafe, a lot of breakout rooms to get your work done. Um, yeah. And it's, so it's been a fun, uh, fun job. I get to work with a lot of amazing people, a lot of, uh, really philanthropic individuals that really, uh, want to give back uh, to the university and, and, you know, relationship build. So, so I do, I am very curious about the new facilities before we wrap up, we hear all over the place. Like this is like world changing, right? We hear about all the great things that these facilities are. And personally, I don't know a whole lot about them. I know that they're like world-class, not in every glass. Not they're world-class, right? But, uh, but it, I, I just kind of want to know like your side, like I, I yeah. want to know a little bit more about the facilities that they're building. Yeah. So the, uh, the go big project. So they spent some time fundraising for, they announced, I think 2018, 19, right before the pandemic. So, um, had some hiccups, I'm sure with a lot of that stuff when it comes to just like getting the materials and everything with the pandemic. But, um, you know, from a facilities perspective, it's kind of keeping up with the Joneses, but I will say one thing with Nebraska is that we've been fortunate enough to where, you know, we have, um, a lot of donors and individuals to where we've been kind of self-funded, uh, you know, some of the programs like Clemson, you know, they're taking loans out from banks, building the stuff that you see on Twitter or um, Instagram, you know, we've been able to, to not have to go that route, which is really, you know, a testament to a lot of our fan base and donors and alumni. Uh, but yeah, this new facility, I haven't, you know, I've just walking, walked around it. Um, you know, it's going to be, I think they're planning on getting the football team and the athletic, the locker room and the athletic training um, room will be done. I hopefully by August, they said, so they don't have to transition them into the season. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think there's a weight room, there's football offices. I think the phase two is the uh, life skills and training table for all the other athletes too. So um, but to answer your question, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's something that you have to do when you talk about what these kids want nowadays. I don't know if they want more NIL money or they want this new weight room, but at the end of the day, I think, you know, rule sounds like he's big on recovery. Um, you know, the, the stuff was maybe a little outdated, the locker room that we were in and kind of the cold tubs and, you know, the physical therapy stuff. So hopefully that they can, you know, get the kids that do get hurt can have a easy recovery path. Well, if you're um, not going thud every practice, yeah, you're going to need it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so it looks like it's going to be, yeah, it's good. I mean, they invested a lot of time and, and money in this uh, facility and it looks, it's, I mean, it's a perfect location right there, kind of Northeast part of the stadium. So, um, Good use of space, in my opinion. It was a soccer field. The soccer team played there in the track when I was there, and they moved that now over to kind of Innovation Campus by Bob Devaney um, and have their own facility too, so. Cool. Okay. Uh, you guys have any more questions? No. I'm no good. more questions. Uh, 
I, I guess one more. Are are you going to the spring game? I am. Yep, I'm going down to the spring game. Yep, I'm okay. excited. Well, I'm yeah. We'll we'll be tailgating. Yeah, we'll be yeah. tailgating. We'll be down there. So if you need a spot yeah, to grab a for a sure NBC beer, we'll yeah. be down there. Yeah. We're are you doing... guys gonna bring the keg down there? The tap down there? Uh, we're gonna bring some canned beer down there. Canned so, yeah. beer. It'll be yeah. We'll have that's uh, cool that they brew that for you guys. That's awesome. That's yeah. Oh the uh, okay, so our beer. It no, won't be that beer. No no. We will be bringing Nebraska Brewing Company beer. Just some of the beers that are canned. I'll someday, say get the new, someday yeah. if they can get a little, that. Bubba, get a little mm-hmm. bubba keg or something, that and, would be cool. Uh, yeah, you got to talk to somebody who works here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll be down there uh, tailgating. We're gonna do a live show before the game. Oh, and stuff. nice. So if you're bored, we tailgate in the Haymarket Lot 21. Okay, uh, softball bill. Or if you're not bored, nice. yeah. Or if you're not bored yeah, and you just yeah. want some food sure. or some interaction. Have some fun. Come our way. But no, awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for the spring game. I mean, football, I mean, this is the time of the season where it just kind of like lulls, right? You have playoff basketball or hockey oh, yeah. and stuff, but like then baseball's you know, going on. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big baseball guy. <laughs> so it's hard. You have some golf in here and there, but yeah, some football outdoors. Um, and then after this, it's kind of like let's it get sucks. ready to go. Yeah. And yeah. And we'll be interesting to see um how the summer goes into the fall. And then we'll be ready to rock. So yeah. Oh yeah. Amen. Joey Felice. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. All you guys, go to at NBNR podcast on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think you have a few. Oh, no, I upload all of our YouTube clips to Pornhub. (laughs) Oh, good. They are not pornographic. I just, I'm trying to get more views. For Dirksen? Yeah. For Dirksen? No, hey. I'm trying to keep Dirksen away. If you come to the, if you come to the tailgate on the spring game, I will make sure Zach Dirksen is not there. (laughs) What's funny is I know he's going to listen to this episode because he texted me as soon as I told him Joey was on. (laughs) I love that kid. He's a good guy. Yeah. Oh, don't say that. Listen, we do need more. TikTok viewers, so, yeah. you know, I guess I have to start showing a little more skin. A little yeah. TNA. A little TNA will help. Oh, man. Yeah. They're banning that in Montana now, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are not Montana. <laughs> not yet. I said right. Joe Montana. May you stop. All right, guys. You want right. to sign off? Yep. yep. I want your host, Jared Hole, Mike Delaware. Kyle Byers. Connor Cavillac. Joey Felici. And as always, beat Minnesota and beat Colorado. And GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love water. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. You went to go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hey, <laughs> gone it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs>